come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 157 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And today we have a show for you today. That we do. Really big shoe. Really big. Really big. Just kidding. I don't know if it's that big. It's a very good impression. It'll be good. I like it. Thank you. Well I done. Would say I worked hard on it, but I didn't. So. I, I know William Schirkenbach really <laughs> enjoyed our singing of whatever it was we sung the other day. <laughs> I don't remember. We got a, a trivia answer that also said that they enjoyed the our rendition of whatever <laughs> song it was. Really? I wonder if it's still in my email. I don't remember what song we sang. Suitcase in a Dream. That's what <laughs> yeah. it was. That was pretty good. We just did that little ditty. <laughs> That's awesome. Maybe we'll sing more on the program. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't count on it. At least not from me. All right. Nobody needs to hear that. Well, before we do get into today's episode, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. The parks may be closed, but that doesn't mean you can't book a trip to Disneyland. And why not book through Getaway Today? They're a fantastic travel company that's going to do a great job to make sure you guys have the most magical trip possible. Sorry, that was my phone dinging. <laughs> my my wife's contact is set to not be muted no matter what. So uh, that I... Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I chose to set it that way. Because I missed a phone call once and it was phone call i really needed to answer uh, so i i said it that way so i didn't miss it again anyway back to uh getaway <laughs> today uh they're a great travel agency i book through nobody else and neither should you and when you go to book that wonderful disney trip make sure you let them know about our promo code that is main street 10 it's all lowercase the number one zero that's going to get you ten dollars off any two night or longer southern california travel package so go visit them in their office in ogden utah visit them online at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855 getaway that's 438-2929 and if you go visit them at their office right now i don't know if they're letting you in are they do you know probably not i don't know that they would be right now so make sure you uh give them a call first um or just Go to the wait until this whole thing blows COVID over. hubbub is blown over. Um, but that $10 could get you a delicious churro or two at Disneyland. We all love churros. We do. I'd probably say churro every week since this whole thing <laughs> started. Well, it's a good thing you were able to get the recipe and try them this week. Oh, yes, I did. I did, too. That's right. We both did. But mine were more size accurate. Yes. My star tip was nowhere near <laughs> what I thought I needed. But I don't know. There was something off I felt like on mine. I would really like I don't to know try them I... again with the proper size. Yeah. 
I don't know if I just didn't cook them long enough, but I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't like Disneyland. I'm going to have to try it again. See if I can perfect I it. I felt like they tasted pretty dang close. Yeah. But mine were like churro fries. Yeah. So that's probably the, probably my issue. Because yours probably cooked better than mine did. Maybe. You know I, mean? I don't know. Because I was too scared to cook them too long. Yeah. I think I should have. But maybe I added too much cinnamon to the sugar mixture. I don't Didn't know. you follow the directions? Well, it says in the directions to do the cinnamon and split it. Yeah, it's divided. You put a quarter of a so teaspoon I just did a half in, in the batter. I did, I did half in the batter, and then I was like, oh, crap. Nice. Yeah, but you were supposed to put less than half. Yes, only a batter. quarter teaspoon and then a half teaspoon. That could have been it, too. Per half cup of sugar. So, we'll try it again. See Give how it, a it shot. goes. But it was still delicious. And uh, somewhat fun to make <laughs> with my child. Somewhat fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so get away today. Uh, this week at the Disneyland Resort, of course, it is closed right now. Uh, probably through May. Probably. Um, I'd be June surprised 1st. if it opened earlier. What was that? I'd be very surprised oh, if it yeah. opened earlier. Uh, June 1st. Is kind of what people are thinking because they're accepting reservations. Yeah. However, we have zero idea, to be honest. Nope. Um, I've read a few things saying that California doesn't want to open stuff, that it's unlikely to open things back up until after August. I would believe that with California. Uh, so Even if the rest of the country opened up, right. <laughs> California and New York would probably be the two to hold out longer than anybody. Yeah. Which um, is kind of justifiably so in some of their larger cities like Los Angeles yeah. and New York because people are practically living on top of one another. Correct. So yeah, I get that, but maybe they'll try and soft open Disneyland. You know, only let so many people in. Yeah, I don't so know. They've been doing it all the stores right now. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully, if they can keep. I don't know if they can equate how many people can be in a park while being able to keep that distance. But at the same time, can you load all those rides with people? You know what I mean? Maybe they need to send one person at a time through the haunted mansion. That would be so dope. John would be there in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yes. I don't care that much about riding it like with nobody else around. So it's so awesome. It would be. But riding the actual ride, I've done by myself. Stretch room, I have yet to do by myself. I was so close one time, but that got squashed. I remember the story. I was so mad. Stupid teenagers. Stupid teenagers. Anyway, uh, so yes, the resort is currently closed. Uh, We don't... Honestly, I have no idea when things that were closed for refurb are going to open back up. I don't know when Avengers Campus is going to open back up. Yep. If apparently, they're not constructing, then it's going to be pushed back. I can guarantee it. Yeah, and apparently the site, from what I was reading, now says coming soon instead of July 18th. Yeah. So. Doesn't surprise me. 
Um, let's they pushed see. all their movies back to next year, practically. Some of Basically. them literally. Yeah. <laughs> so. What one was I? Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Because that was supposed to come out. This summer. Yeah. And now it's summer of 2021. That's crazy. I get they want to have the theatrical release. It makes sense. Oh, yeah. They're going to make more money off of a theatrical release. But summer? Of next year? Why do, you, why do we have to push it that year. far? Because there's other movies they haven't pushed that far. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. No idea when things are going to open back up, including the park itself. So just stay tuned. We'll let you know when we hear anything. Um, if they do announce a date, I'm sure you'll see it because it'll be big, big that'll news. Be big news. Uh, not just on our podcast. They will but. probably announce it right after we've recorded an episode, too. So you yeah. probably won't hear it here first that as much true. as I'd like you to. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that's this week at the Disneyland Resort. Um, enjoy your time at home. Enjoy time with family. Make sure uh, you're taking these recipes and stuff. They're, oh yeah, they're releasing. There's been more since and, we talked uh, last time. Oh yeah, I don't think I put it on the agenda, so we can say it. <coughs> Excuse me, we can say it now. They released a grilled cheese recipe mm-hmm. For from Toy, Toy Story, Story Land. Land. Is I'm that a not, very good grilled cheese? A really good grilled cheese? I'm not sure. The ingredients were pretty extensive for a grilled cheese. Uh-huh. They had like cream cheese and cheddar and they had a garlic spread. And I, I, so. We actually do a garlic spread at our house for our grilled cheese. So I'm it's guessing really this grilled cheese is something well really known at, the, at Walt Disney World. It must be. Uh, so maybe I'll try it. See what the hubbub's about. For sure, we do not have a Toy Story Land where we're from. Mm-mm. So but we have Cars Land. We do have Cars Land. Take that. Just sounds like Paris might be getting a a Cars, at least a Cars attraction. Nice. Possibly a Cars Land at uh, their Disney Hollywood Studios. That'll be good for them. Park. Uh, yeah. Speaking a, of recipes, though. Yes. The Dole Whip was released, Dole too. Whip, yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know how I feel about that one. It's a weird I recipe. I tried a homemade Dole Whip before, and it did not turn out yeah. well. I forget how they did that. I forget what the recipe said. It I was don't like remember. mixing if... orange juice with, like... No, it was pineapple, yeah, of course. Yeah, pineapple juice. Or orange, if you want to do the orange Dole Whip. But pineapple juice, and I don't even remember what the recipe was. Just ice cream and... Stir it up. (laughs) I would rather go to our local ice cream shop that has a Dole Whip. Are they open? I don't think they are. (laughs) They might do curbside. I had heard. I know we're a little off track here, but I when are we not? (laughs) I had heard the stuff like cherry berry and menchies. Mm -hmm. Probably not menchies. Maybe menchies, but uh, they were letting people in, but like keeping that six feet yeah and then they like wipe all the spoons and stuff down before the next person hey whatever works so if you can keep your business open and do something like that i'm all for it do it yep is cherry berry still a thing i thought they'd all closed there's one in farmington at least yeah so i don't know all the ones that i knew of were closed now yeah all right, so let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner. 
or the trivia is keeping its social distance at a 90 <laughs> degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is trivia time. Yippee dippy doo. Everybody's favorite part of the show, at least my favorite part. I'm probably the only one, and that's okay. Tigger's the only one. Yeah, he's okay with that, too. Yeah. He actually says that's the wonderful thing about Tigger's. It's true. So... He's the only the most wonderful thing about Tiggers, even. Yeah, there's a lot of wonderful things there are. about Tiggers. They're bouncy, trancy, flouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. It's true. 100% but, accurate. But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is <laughs> he's the only one. Touche. All right, anyway, enough with Tigger. <laughs> uh, let's go on to the next, not this week's. We haven't done last week's yet. Let's move on to the last week's <laughs> trivia question. And that was, I'm actually not talking about this later because this was originally meant for uh, something we were going to talk about <laughs> last week. Then we postponed it. Um, it fits well. But it does. So we're still talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> so who was the original voice for Abraham Lincoln in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln? And that, of course, was actor Royal Dano. Um, one thing about his recording of the president is Walt had him do it repeatedly uh, and from what I have heard he did that to try and get the kind of like worn down exhausted sound of a president that was in the middle nice. of a, a war uh, between his two sides of his country uh-huh. so in order to get that exhausted sound he had Royal do it over and over and over and over Nice. so which I think was a great success, personally. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yes, Royal Dano. Congratulations to those of you that got it. Better luck next time to those of you that did not. And that next time is right now for this week's trivia question. What year did the churro get its start in Disneyland? And bonus question. Ooh. Where in the park were they sold? Interesting. I didn't know this. It's true. We we <laughs> I triviaed Sean before we started recording and he guessed just about every area of the park before he got it. I think the only one he didn't guess was Adventureland. Um, That's true, I didn't. You didn't. Or did I? No, I didn't. So now you know it's not in Adventureland. Just throwing that one out there you get a clue there's your clue it's not an adventure land the rest of disneyland is open but not Adventureland. Well, it's not open it's not you know what i mean it's all open to be one of the answers for this trivia nice. question so if you know it or you think you know it send me the answer at brian that's b-r-y-a-n dot w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com Awesome, and before we do get into the rest of the episode, um, just to add, if you want to contact us, Brian just gave you his email. If you want to contact me via email, you can do so. Uh, my email is sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Just say hi, I'm lonely. Um, <laughs> or you can give us a call. He's a little bored with his... <laughs> I'm so bored. With his not working because of the COVID. I'm on furlough day nine. I'm documenting it on my social media. I've noticed that. <laughs> I haven't seen today's, but I'm sure I'll see it. 
Oh, yeah. If you're looking for it, you'll find it. Maybe I'll go look right now while you finish this. <laughs> but yes, you can give us a call at 801-923-2455. You can leave us a voicemail. Let us know how you're doing, um, what you've been doing to keep the Disney magic alive, or just say hi. And then, of course, uh, we're on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at W-O-T Main Street. Instagram at Word on the Main Street and TikTok at Word on the Main Street. Um, if you want to support the show, there's a few ways you can do so. Uh, the first way is the best way, and that's just listening to the show every week and sharing it with those that might also enjoy it. Um, also, if you want to help support us in a monetary fashion, you can do so by buying something at shop.spreadshirt.com dot com slash word on the main street or just donate your hard-earned cash at patreon.com slash word on the main street um you can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like and it is a monthly donation but you can cancel at any time uh so yes there you go now we can continue on the show and uh Continue on to the what I would consider a turkey leg. I would say so. Of the show. Uh, we've got some uh, quote-unquote news stuff going on, as well as what we were going to do last week. Which is the most important part of the show yes. today. So, uh, like we've said the last two weeks, they are doing a Walt Disney Imagineering tour, virtually. Uh, so they released this week the third installment. I don't know if Brian saw it. Waiting for him to answer, but he's drinking his <laughs> I did not. Mountain Dew. Uh, so the third one is really cool. It's almost Star Trek-like. Oh, really? I don't know. It's some kind of like sci-fi thing to me. But I don't really care much for Star Trek, so... Basically, it's called Dish. Dish? As in the cable company? No. I guess Satellite Company. Yeah. It would be weird cable. for a cable company to be called <laughs> Dish. Um, yeah, that would be weird. Uh, so it's it's basically a virtual reality room that they have there. And like when he goes in, it's all gridded. It's just like a room with grid all over really? it. And in the middle is this pole with a head on it. It's just like a mannequin head and a hat. Anyway, all of a sudden the grid goes away and it's Disney World. But it's like computer generated Disney uh -huh. And the perspective was weird. And then he pulls the hat off. And when, whoever's wearing the hat, it changes the perspective. Really? For whoever's wearing the hat. So he put it on the camera guy, and it was all perfect perspective. And that's what they use to like test rides that they're I designing. I think I remember seeing something like that on the Imagineering yeah. story. And if they're building like a new land or something, they can they computer generate put it. it in. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's cool. So yeah, it's they can so basically cool. walk through a land before it's even yeah. breaking ground. Oh yeah. Wow, that's cool. So I'm gonna have to watch that. Give one. it a watch. It's really cool. Like like we said before, these are only like two minutes long. It just gives you a little sneak peeks. Of what they have at uh, Walt Disney Imagineering. So. It's like the Disneyland Adventures <coughs> game that was on the Xbox 360 Connect on steroids. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I want to. I want to go play. I in want there. one. <laughs> but it was That's just it. weird. I'm putting a room in my house that I can do that. But I saw the whole gridded room, and I'm like, "This looks like some sci-fi thing." Welcome this... to the world of Tron. <laughs> yeah, Tron. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, grid. It's a cool one. Go check it out. It is on the Disney Parks blog. Um, it's just called a virtual tour of Walt Disney Imagineering Part Three. It is a part of the Disney Magic Moments that we talked about last week. Um, and speaking of magic, speaking of magic, magic happens. Magic does happen. There was a parade about it that was only going for like, <laughs> like two weeks, a month. Was it? I don't remember when weeks? it started exactly, but I thought it was February like twenty eighth or I something. I feel, and it did. It was like. Disney closed March fifteenth oh, yeah. no fourteenth. It was Friday the thirteenth. Yes. Yep. If I remember right, so it was started the last closing day. on the fourteenth. Yeah. Pi day. So it was literally probably like two weeks. So uh if you saw the parade we talked last week, they did a virtual viewing of it that you can watch. That's pretty good. Uh if you like the theme song, you can now get the theme song on Apple Music. It's not the whole parade. It's just the theme song. I wish they'd put stuff like that onto Disney Plus when they're done with like their virtual show. Oh, yeah. Throw the video up there. Yeah. Did you see the, the, onward, the short before Onward finally yes. hit Disney Plus? It's good. I haven't seen it yet. Really? But I saw that it was on there. It's, I want to watch it. It's very... Uh, it fits well with a Disney movie. Really? Which is shocking. So even though it's a Simpsons short, it fits well? There's some Simpsons humor in it. It wouldn't be the Simpsons. But I'll tell you, you hear zero talking from the characters. Because it's all like Maggie, right? There's other characters in it. But no talking. (laughs) But there is a part with Homer that makes me laugh. Pretty good. (laughs) Um, I'll, I'll have to watch that tonight. But it's like very small things. It's a very small thing that Homer does that made me laugh. Yeah. So you'll just have to watch for it if you... I'm not going to say if you blink, you'll miss it. But if you're, like, looking away for a couple seconds, you're not going to see it. Yeah. But there's some good stuff in there. Good Simpsons humor. Um, There's some books you'll see that are very Simpsons humor, not Disney humor. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, it's good. Nice. I'll have to watch that tonight. And the beginning. uh, uh, It's good. Maybe I'll play it here for you, Brian, after the, the Sounds show. like a plan. It's only a few minutes long, unless you were wanting Nick's to watch it. Nick's not a very big Simpsons fan. Yeah. It was something that was forbidden in their house. Didn't work at our house. It was forbidden in our house, too, but it didn't but work. now it's Disney. And now it's Disney, so it's okay. <laughs> and my oldest has started watching it, much to <laughs> Megan's chagrin. Nice. Whatever chagrin means, but people say it, so I'm going to say it. That was like our household. Our mom didn't want us watching The Simpsons, but our dad would... Dad didn't care. Our dad liked it, yep. and so we would watch it, and I still love it. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm trying to adhere to at least keeping the little kids away from what yeah. really isn't a kid-friendly cartoon. Yeah. At least little kid, so... Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dapper Dan's are back at oh it. Oh my gosh, I loved this. Uh, so the the first video that the Dapper Dan's did that was Disneyland's Dapper Dan's. Uh-huh. So Walt Disney World's Dapper Dan's were like, "Hey, we're gonna do it now." So they did 
so Disneyland did um, when you wish upon when you a wish star. upon a star, which is fantastic. It was good, uh, but this is pretty good. This is a good one, uh, and well, actually a great message for this whole yes. time. I think. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you tell us what they sang? What so they decided to do the song that they sang. Um, if you Sean have Rapier. ever listened to Sean Rapier's <laughs> uh, podcast that we've talked about before, Latter Day Lives, he always says something at the very end of his show that reminds me of this song every time. And that song is It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, written by the Sherman Brothers. Iconic there's, song. There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. There's a Great Big Beautiful He said it's. Oh, <laughs> I combine that with the small world. Yes, there's a great, big, beautiful It tomorrow. is a great, big, beautiful It tomorrow. is, dang it. <laughs> Maybe you say it with that confidence. Yes, it is It is theirs, <laughs> a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. My mistake. Yes. So There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Shining uh, at the end Sean Rapier, if you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? This is yours. Yeah. They this did like this for you. for him. <laughs> All right. Special when we, segment. When are we oh. getting to Grim Grinning Ghosts? That's Dapper Dance. That's what I voted when? for. But people seem to want other things. Well, that should be next. So I think we're going to get a Disney medley out of Disneyland Dapper Dance next. Did you hear about the Disney family sing-along they're doing on ABC on Thursday? Yes. It's like a special. I've heard very little I know there's, there's a lot of artists. There's not a lot out about it, but there are a lot of artists participating. I assume just singing Disney songs. Yeah. Donny Osmond is going to be one. Kristen I Chenoweth. wonder what he's going to sing. <laughs> who who could have thought? Um, Kristen Chenoweth is going to be singing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Yep. I am, unless you're talking to the audience. The audience the as listener. well. If you've seen Four Christmases, she's yeah. the That's older my, sister. I love that show. Uh, if you are into Wicked, uh, oh yeah, she was the original uh, Glenn Glenda. Is she Glenda? Yeah, I've never seen Wicked, so I don't know. The Good Witch. Idina Menzel was Alphaba, right? Yes. Okay. I'm not so. very familiar with the show, so I'm just taking a stab <laughs> in the dark at it. Yep. So uh, Kristen Chenoweth sings the popular song from uh, Popular. So you know it. It's because people sing something, it. Something, something, our, our kids are in a choir group, and it gets sung all the time. And the last time we heard it sung, the girl was very animated, nice. and it made me laugh quite hard every time she got up to sing it, because I saw it like 500 times <laughs> in the different performances that my son was in. Um, so yeah, I know that one. I saw they were adding somebody to it. can't remember. I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Gad... Was participating. Yeah. Do you think they'll get Stevie Wonder in 98 Degrees to do True to Your Heart from Mulan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if that isn't a late <laughs> 90s throwback to our childhood, I don't know what is. That was all over Radio Disney back in the day. Oh, yeah. True to your heart. Must be true to your heart. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. So... Special segment. This is what we're going to try and do every week. Until... Unless there's news that comes up. Yeah, if there's we, a lot of news. We want to take, have the news take precedence. Yes. If we've got nothing, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, so 
while the parks are closed, this is basically what we're going to do for you guys. Uh, we're just going to go around the Disneyland Park for now. We'll see about California Adventure, but Disneyland Park. Um, and we're going to kind of do what we did with Hidden uh, hidden Gems. Sounds like that's what we're going to try and do. With the lands. Just kind of go around the park. But we're going to talk about different attractions and just some facts about those attractions. Not necessarily Hidden Gems, but maybe just little tidbits that you might not know about the attraction. Um, and you can share them with your friends and yeah. be like, look how smart I am. Right? Look how much I know. You don't uh, even have to tell them you heard it from us. Because Hidden Gems, we were doing things you could see at the park. Things you could experience at mm-hmm. the park. Um, things you didn't notice at the park. This, we're telling you things about an attraction. We're not going to talk about the buildings on Main Street. We're not going to talk about... The Indian in front of the... Fireworks shows. Old cigar yeah. shop. Probably won't even talk about Sleeping Beauty Castle. Not unless we talk about the walkthrough. Yeah, but we'll see. But we kind of probably talked about that with Hidden Gems. Yeah. So... What we're doing is we're just giving you some factoids. We didn't want to give you like history on it, really. I mean, some are historical facts, yeah. but um, we're not going to do a thorough history. Yeah. If you want something like that, Backside of Water podcast. Absolutely. Um, or I don't think they're doing it. Did you know Disney? I think they just released a new one recently. Did they? They're still doing them now and then, but it's not as often as... Yeah their main backside of water podcast so they highly recommend that podcast. they're very produced they put a lot of work into their we're we're like the opposite (laughs) of their production yeah we put almost nothing into ours (laughs) except we sit here and record yeah we uh, put the the show together and then we just talk about it on off the cuff yeah they have like a whole storyline like right there i just was about to say on something but then i said off the cuff so you know it's we so just don't edit on or off the cuff. We don't edit. We just have a conversation. So yeah, we're the opposite. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so <laughs> backside of water, check them out. Yes, if you want a good like story. Yeah, of the history of because something. they they do a deep dive on the deep. attractions. Deep. So we're so. just scratching the surface yep. with a couple facts here. Yeah, just to keep you guys entertained. Yep, and hopefully and you'll learn something. If you know something that we don't talk about here, Let us know. I want you to call in or email. Let, let's get some participation going in here with you, the listener. Oh, yeah. I want you guys to be a part of this. Let's, let's all uh, share together. Let's uh, have some fun. Yeah. We'll go first, this, then you guys share. And then if you guys share, we'll share what you shared. Yes. Because if you're like me, you're <laughs> bored at home. This will give you something to do. Yeah. I'm still working, so I'm Join not in the conversation. Bored. I run the social media basically. So yeah, so I'm, talk with oh, John. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's have some fun. Uh, so great moments with Mr. Lincoln, classic Disney attraction. Probably one of my favorite non-ride attractions. Yes, if yeah. not my favorite. It is beautifully done. Uh, just it's relaxing. Uh-huh. It's cool. Yep, in there. So it's a hot day. And one of my favorite presidents is featured. And Abraham Lincoln, y'all. How can you go wrong with that? He's on the $5 bill. Penny. I feel like it doesn't matter. Pretty popular dude. 
what your beliefs are. Everybody loves Abe Lincoln. Everybody loves Lincoln. Everybody loves Abe Lincoln. The great emancipator. Yes. Yes. All right. So we'll run through some facts, and then we're just going to give you some of our personal thoughts, maybe some experiences we've had with these attractions. Um, So we'll start with the facts. Maybe we'll – I don't know if you want to do one and one and one. Yeah, we can do that. Alternate through, yeah. and we can kind of comment on each fact, maybe, yeah. as we have any thoughts on anything. Yeah. So, uh, who wants to start? I'll go ahead. Go. Okay. So, this attraction, um, when it was originally planned um, for the park, it was originally being planned for an area that was going to go into Disneyland called Liberty Square. Now, obviously, Liberty Square never came to be in Disneyland. But they do have it over in Disney World. Mm-hmm. And they kind of expanded on this idea of the great moments with Mr. Lincoln and created a whole hall of presidents. So every time we get a new president, we get a new animatronic which I think in the hall of presidents. Cool. Which is really cool. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Whoever got elected, it's I think it's cool. They're still the president. That they put a whole new animatronic in there to add. Yeah. I just think it's awesome. Yep. So It's really neat. I think the current president at the time is always one of the presidents that speaks in the attraction. Yeah. They always have an address from that current president. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know if this is on here. I don't think so. Probably because we're not talking about it. Yeah, but, we're not. <laughs> but we're kind of going off. But I do know... That. Uh, I think it was was Bill Clinton the first one to actually voice his animatronic. I don't remember. I don't know a whole Pretty lot. Pretty sure about it the was Hall Bill Clinton. So I, from Bill Clinton to now, the presidents have actually done their. It's their voice, voice. that you're hearing. Whether they recorded it for the attraction yeah. or they're just taking that their speech from a speech, yeah, <laughs> and putting it in. So that's pretty cool, cool but. Uh, so back to, uh, to that factoid, I think a Liberty square would have been pretty cool. It would have been, uh, I think it was Disneyland. actually supposed to, if you're walking in under the train track on the right side, going up alongside where the bank of America used to be, I think it was going to be off shot. Uh-huh. It was going to be an offshoot right through where that gate is uh-huh. before you go around the bend to go up main street. I think that's where the entrance was going to be for that, if I remember correctly from some of the old maps. There's things at Liberty Square in Florida that I was like, that I'm like, that's so awesome. Haunted Mansion in Liberty Square? I think so. In Florida? But I know they've got like a Muppets show that they do there, or at least had a Muppets show. Was it a salute to all nations, but mostly America? (laughs) I don't know what it was called, but (laughs) I thought that'd be cool. Miss, miss, miss Muppet Vision. And is that where... The new Sam Eagle places. The Smokehouse? Yeah. It could be. Or is that in Epcot? I don't know. We don't focus on Disney know, World. But here. anyway. For some reason, we keep getting drugged <laughs> over there. Uh, it's, a, it's a sign that we need to work our way over there Yeah, one of these days. But, How about you take these next two since uh, they kind of go yeah. together? So, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln did debut at the 6465 New York World's Fair. Um, so, it was, it was built for that. Yeah. Um, for the state of Illinois, yeah. was the sponsor of the pavilion. Nice. It's not in here, so 
Brian with the knowledge. Lincoln's home state. Brian's going to be a teacher. so History teaching me. So, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but um, it was, uh, I would say it was successful <laughs> at the World's Fair. Yes, uh, quite. People actually were convinced that the animatronic was a real person because it was so, like, so good. Yep. Uh, so lifelike. So, so they threw um, ball bearings that they found at a, that they stole from a nearby pavilion and threw the ball bearings at uh, Abe Lincoln because they thought it was an actor yep. and they wanted to make him flinch, but he didn't. Nope. Because he's not a, because an he's actor. Not. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Uh, pretty cool. It seems like World's Fair uh, did a couple things for Disney. Yeah, it actually cool. it did quite well for Disney. Oh, yeah. There were quite a few attractions they they went to. Um, I'm going to skip over this next one real fast because there's some more World's Fair stuff. Um, sorry, when I compiled this, it was a little bit out of order. <laughs> so the Lincoln that debuted at the World's Fair was not the same Lincoln that they eventually put into the park. The one that they put into the park, Walt had rushed to have completed and was actually much more sophisticated in its uh, movement in the process that it worked in. Um, The place that I found a lot of these facts, if you guys haven't heard of the book, The Disneyland Encyclopedia, it is a fantastic book and is chock full <laughs> of information. I think they even have another one of these, but I'm not 100% sure. But um, they actually went into detail about um, how it was constructed the first time versus the second time as well. But So when you go to Disneyland, it is not the exact same one that was in the World's Fair. And I think they've actually updated him again yeah, they have. Since then, so uh, you're definitely a couple generations away from that original <laughs> Lincoln. Is it me? Yeah, if you want to uh, yeah, jump so, back up to that for one I skipped and then the next one. Yeah, so when it good. did move to Disneyland, it was originally, surprise, an e-ticket attraction. Yeah, a lot of people would not think of it as an e-ticket attraction. Not today. Not at all. <laughs> Usually when I go in that theater, it is pretty close to empty. Yeah. Which is sad. My guess is back then, wasn't it the first human animatronic mm-hmm. that they yeah. built? They had done birds, obviously, yeah. and tiki's and stuff for the tiki room. But uh, yeah, this is first the first human, full like full bodied human animatronic. Yeah. Like you, you saw from the head <laughs> to toe. Yeah, the the whole thing. And so that was probably like pretty wild. Yeah, for people to see so. and to watch him stand up to get out of his chair. <laughs> amazing freaked some people out oh it did (laughs) the the the, um, section in this book actually goes in to talk about how reporters were so awestruck by this Uh thing that they actually reported in their articles that he got up and shook hands with people in the front (laughs) row obviously that didn't happen how cool but they were so blown away by this that they're up saying oh yeah he's (laughs) Got up and basically walked up and did a little dance. Yeah, did a little tap dance, shook some hands, kissed some babies, and sat back down. That's That'd not how the show goes. Sorry, folks. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. This isn't a real politician. It's like the 
Abe Lincoln variety hour. <laughs> he was like yeah. singing and <laughs> juggling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, e-ticket attraction and definitely for the fact that it was something so new and innovative and just mind-blowing back yeah. then. So, boom, yep. e-ticket. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> um, the dialogue from the speech that he gives in the attraction is actually a compilation of four different speeches kind of put together into its own little thing. So it's not 100% just its own yeah. speech. But the way that they compiled it, it sounds, sounds like it. Sounds like one speech, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned this either last week or the week before, but if you can get your hands on the musical history of... Or 50 musical years or... Is it? it was the 50th anniversary CD set came with six discs and it has the whole dialogue from the Lincoln oh, show. Nice. See, I need to get that from you. Yeah. If you've got a way to make copies, maybe I'll, uh, I do lend it to you and you can <laughs> take care of that. Um, but yeah, the way they compiled the speeches, I used to actually, <laughs> I could probably at one time have been able to give you that whole thing word for word. Cause I listened <laughs> to it so many times, but, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I really enjoy those speeches. Awesome. And then, uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln is actually retired in 1973. This is weird because I think if this happened today, this would not happen. Probably not. Uh, but it was retired in 1973. Unless it's the Main Street Cinema. Yeah, <laughs> I could. Yeah, that would probably happen. I think that would happen with great moments. Yeah, you don't think? Maybe. I I hope it would. Uh, but I don't know if I have that much faith in humanity. Right. <laughs> so this was retired in 1973, but the fans were actually so insistent about bringing it back that they actually did bring it back in 1975. And here it is still today. And when it came back in 75, it created the longest attraction name in the park. Great the Walt Disney oh, Story yeah. featuring <laughs> great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. That whole thing. They, when they took it out, that's what they had put in was the Walt Disney Story. Yeah. But then people wanted to bring Lincoln back. They wanted back. it back. So it then became the Walt Disney Story featuring great moments with i'm saying family. people love abe lincoln so people yeah. love him uh so yes still in the park today and hopefully forever hopefully it doesn't go away uh it's definitely a very it's a very disneyland attraction it's a very walt attraction. very walt attraction is a good way to put it it's a very walt attraction yeah. walt was all about entertainment but he also wanted you educated to learn something um which is why we had things in tomorrowland like mm-hmm. the hall of chemistry the hall of aluminum fame um stuff that sounds weird yeah for today's amusement park but yeah but, but it was something he loved and that was how liked he that. liked to entertain and he was big into the american spirit yes uh did a lot of propaganda films for the United States Army yes. and whatnot. That's what um, kept him alive, or not alive, but his company <laughs> afloat during World War II. Yeah. So he was definitely very U.S. Yeah. history, 
where we came from, yes. where, where we're going, stuff like that. So. If you want a prime example of this pr- propaganda that was put out, go do a YouTube search <laughs> for <laughs> Der Fuhrer's face. It's so good. It is the <laughs> best. But if you're easily offended by stereotypes and racial yeah. <laughs> uh, things, you're not going to like this. Yeah, because, not at all. Um, they, they did not show the enemy in a very flattering light. Nope. They definitely are things <laughs> that would not be considered acceptable today, but watch this with the mindset that that was the time, it's what was going on, and this whole purpose of this video was to get the American people to rally support for the army and yep. to help um, the war effort. Boom. So just a little <laughs> note there before you go Google this and then send me a scathing review because it's 2020 and I shouldn't <laughs> have people looking at things like that. Awesome. But it's good. Uh, any other memories, personal experiences, comments on great moments with Mr. Lincoln? Do you remember the year we went and they had the headphones? No. with the haircut experience like like you'd wear the headphones yes and it you, the sound was like right in your ear yeah and, and so they had these like things scissors were... in the headphones that felt and maybe they weren't actually there but they <laughs> felt like it they felt like there were actually scissors going along your ear cutting your hair I remember the sound i don't remember that feel I, but i don't remember the whole show but I remember the whole... It was almost like they put a story to what you were doing. Uh-huh. Like you were a soldier getting ready for right. duty in the Civil War. And then they'd do the Lincoln thing. And, yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad they got rid of that because I like the way that it's supposed to be oh, yeah. originally. But um, I always want to try and add that other element in there. Yeah. Sometimes it's not necessary. But, but as far as the attraction goes... It is an attraction that hits me deep in the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I have to do every time I'm there, even if it's just once. But I always have to make sure I visit. Do the Lincoln. kids enjoy it? Do your kids like going when you're like, hey, kids, probably I, got, I, I like doing this. Probably not. <laughs> but I'm hoping as they grow up with it, they'll appreciate that it. they'll appreciate it more. Makes sense. I've never taken back. In fact, yeah. uh, I think he was three when we last went. Uh-huh. That would terrify me to take him in there because I feel like he'd make a ruckus. But uh, maybe next time yeah. I'll take him in. I don't know. Our uh, kids avoid They, I mean, they sat through it. Whether they enjoyed it or not is <laughs> a whole other story, but they sat through it. But uh, it was kind of at the end of our night, too, so they were already kind of tired, so that made yeah. it a little easier. It's a good idea. <laughs> Do it near the end. Yeah. <laughs> Not Don't don't make it the first attraction with your little kids. <laughs> I would do it as my first attraction, just because it's there and uh-huh. I could walk right in. Um, but yeah, if you're taking little kids, they're excited about other things. Go on the way out. Yeah. Or in the middle of the day. If they need a nap, take them in. You enjoy the show, show, they get a nap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. I love it. I don't think I have any other... I don't think I have any memories or anything like that. I don't that really have... Particularly 
strike me. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. Like I've said, it's very Walt. Yeah. Well, I, I said and, it was very Disneyland, but I meant, yeah, very Walt. And so I like it for that. It is a very patriotic show, very too. Very patriotic. It's very hard to come out of that and not get the, the tug at the heartstrings as you're yeah. watching that and thinking about the way things were then compared to the way things are now yeah. and how you want to go about things. I mean, it, I think it's going to speak to you in the way that it's going to speak to you. Yeah. For me, it's just a very patriotic show. And just ever since I'd gone in there and really listened and understood it, mm. I've had much more appreciation yeah. for that attraction. It's very awesome. Good attraction. So, Hopefully we never see it go. I will cry. <laughs> I will cry. I'll you go get to chain Disneyland, myself to the doors. Fall to your knees and weep. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll go chain myself to the doors of the attraction and and not let myself out until they say they're not going to remove it. Until they forcibly remove you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's probably more likely what'll happen. All right. So we're uh, we're gonna try and hit two. It's usually probably going to be about one to two attractions. Probably depending on how many facts we've Just got. depends. Yeah, it depends on the attractions. depends on we what we have We could probably before. dedicate a whole, a whole episode to Pirates and a whole episode oh, to Haunted Mansion. Easily. Easy. Easily. I've got a couple books about the Haunted Mansion. Uh, so. <laughs> My personal favorite is one Jeff Bands. One down here. Two down here, actually. Yeah, I've got, I've got a few reading materials yeah. if you haven't read jeff bayham's book about the haunted mansion i sure have um as the listener i know uh, you the listener, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure you pick <laughs> that up because he actually released great. a second edition so the second edition probably has even more yeah, pick that to one it. up so um if you have kindle unlimited i think it's still a book that is available on kindle unlimited oh, nice. i so, didn't know it was i think anything by theme park press is a Kindle Unlimited eligible title. Interesting. All right. There you go. So what is our second attraction we'll be doing today? So, surprise, surprise, the second attraction that we're going to tell you about is the Disneyland Railroad. Um, I love this one. I probably love it more than Great Moments. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about don't know more, thoughts, but... but I always have to do at least one full circle tour oh, during yeah. my trip. I'll use it as transportation the rest of the time, but I always have to do at least one I rarely full use tour. it just for transportation, just because I feel like I can get to places faster on foot. Yeah, but if your waiting. feet need a break. If your feet need a break. And you're going from New Orleans to Tomorrowland, sometimes that can be That's true. a nice little break. But... Uh, I love it. I'll talk about that, I guess, at the end where yeah. we do our personal stuff. But yep. um, first fact, I guess you can start because I did the did I do the last fact? You yeah. did. So you can start. All right. So when Walt built Disneyland, he built it with the idea that you were going into a movie, which is why when you're in the park, the employees are not employees. They're not the, the custodian. They're not the ride operator. Every single one of them are cast members. You're basically walking onto a set. 
yep. is the way Walt wanted Disneyland to feel. And the train, he would originally have wanted you to get on the train first because yes. that was going to be the previews before the movie. You got to preview and kind of look and see what was going on and kind of maybe plan out your where you wanted to go next right. after you got off the Disneyland Railroad. Indeed. See it all, get a little sneak peek. Yep. And then and go. The, the train does a very good job of that, even today. Yes. I would say even more so. Probably, today. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, second little factoid we've got. Uh, both the train and the track are fifth, five-eighth scale to full sizes. So a little bit smaller than your actual locomotive yes um if you've ever seen the full-size locomotives they're big yeah um definitely a little too imposing for a disney park yes um so yeah walt loved his model trains he had his backyard railway (laughs) when he had his home in burbank i think it was Uh, i think so um Oh, yeah. I was going to just say, I like how Disney has kept Walt's love of trains in the park and in the Disney animation and stuff like that. Um, You always see some kind of reference to Walt Disney's uh, miniature trains and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if... You've seen the episode or not, but uh, the new Mickey Mouse shorts. Yes, Tokyo Express. There's the Tokyo Express, um, and it ends with Mickey uh, riding his little, uh, I don't know what to call it, miniature scale. Yeah, I Is that what they that. refer to it as? It's basically the one Walt had. Yeah, Walt's and what a he did train scale in his backyard home in beverly hills one eighth yeah um actually holmby hills which is in beverly yeah. hills holmby hills is also where hugh hefner's playboy mansion is nice kids <laughs> that's in the book i did i don't know that because it's me ask it's in your the book <laughs> ask your parents um but anyway uh i just like seeing the trains Walt's love of trains being referenced yes in a lot of the cartoons and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So even in the new Mickey Mouse Runaway Railway, uh, it's basically based on Walt's backyard. Yeah. Well, they say it all started with a mouse, but technically I would say Disneyland all started with a train, a train <laughs> in his backyard. <laughs> He loved trains. He did. And I think he loved I mean, trains, trains are cool. They were a big part of life oh, when yeah. he was growing up. So being in the a Midwest kid, that's, that's going to be... Basically how you traveled across the yep. country. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I just like that. So. Yeah. so he had his backyard train and then wanted yeah. a bigger one. So, so yes, 5 eighth scale is what you're riding at Disneyland crazy train <laughs> and i believe there's actually a five eighths on the front of each engine which yeah, is a reference yeah. to the fact that they're five eighths scale um so when the attraction opened with the park there were actually only two stops and that was of course on main street but also in frontierland 
Um, I want to say that was probably because those were the most thematically correct areas for a train station. Uh-huh. was a main street and the frontier. They did while they drove by, they didn't really have a place in yeah. a fantasy area or a tomorrow area, which uh, that's just my own personal belief why they only had the two originally because Walt only wanted a station in areas where it seemed appropriate. That makes sense. I would guess. Yeah. So, if I that mean, was if that was me, that's what you think of the frontier. That's how they travel, yeah. trains. Uh-huh. Yeah, so makes sense. I thought so. Um, did you read the second one of that? I did not yet. I thought that was you. Uh, you can go for okay. it. Okay. Feel like it's all part of the so one we'll big fact. So we'll include the uh, sub facts on the main fact. So anyway, Frontierland Station. It was eventually uh, renamed New Orleans Square and Frontierland Station. Uh, when the park first opened, New Orleans Square was not there, yeah. so they did have to change the name eventually. What surprised me was how long it took for them to rename the station. <laughs> um, it did not get changed until 1996. That's crazy to me, just because you pull up it's and it's all New Orleans-themed. Yeah. Welcome to Frontierland. <laughs> You're just like, Okay. Doesn't look like Frontierland. Um, yeah, 1996. I mean, you have to think the Haunted Mansion opened in 1969. Yeah. <laughs> so it sat as Frontierland Station in New Orleans Square for a long, long time. Wait, did I do that math right? Well, and you got to think New Orleans Square was open long before the mansion, too, because the mansion opened later. 29. Wait, I don't know. Anyway. What year did Pirates of the Caribbean, or what year did New Orleans Square open? I don't know. Well, it was well, it was way before 69, out. because obviously we had Pirates. 1966. July 24th, 1966. Yeah. So it took 30 years from when New Orleans Square was built to change the <laughs> name to New Orleans Square Frontierland Station. Very good. So that's pretty crazy. Was that um, always the stop, though? Right there? I don't know for sure. Because I thought they moved the stop. It could have been. It could have been. I don't, I don't know, know when know they moved sure. the stop, but I would imagine. That information was not included. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that station, um, the New Orleans Square Frontierland Station, possibly the same station that was the Frontierland Station. Not 100% sure. Uh-huh. But. Um, that was designed after one that was in the film titled So Dear to My Heart. I've never seen it, but I kind of want to go watch it now and see how it right. compares. <laughs> so. Um, so, a station. So we had the two stations. Um, a station was added in Fantasyland in 1956, but then it was removed for It's a Small World. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was actually uh, a medieval um themed station because that's nice. what the area was originally oh, yeah. themed yeah so uh that's pretty cool it tried <laughs> it tried yeah and, and then, then uh... the 64 65 <laughs> world's fair ended and small world moved in <laughs> so uh yes and then uh fantasy got a new station in 1985 when videopolis there's videopolis again oh wait nope <laughs> 
that was another conversation outside of the podcast, so just ignore me. But anyway, it came with the arrival of Videopolis in 1985, um, and it was renamed with the opening of Mickey's Toontown in 1993 to Toontown Depot. So, <laughs> so there is no Fantasyland station, really. It's Toontown Depot. Even though when you exit, you exit into Fantasyland, but it is very well themed to be a Toontown station. The luggage is all cartoonish. Yeah. The station's cartoonish. The whole structure is cartoonish, even. So, yeah, it it has always been kind of weird to me that it hasn't been Fantasyland station, but it all makes sense uh, knowing all that. Um. Brian's distracted by his wife. She she thought she felt another tremor. That's what my wife texted me to. Just now? I didn't notice anything. Apparently there was an earthquake while we were recording, and we didn't feel anything. The wives noticed, though. My uh, collection is still up on its shelves. Nothing Nothing wobbling. moved. We haven't heard anything fall. Yeah, so, didn't feel it. A lot of earthquakes lately here yeah, in Utah. Yeah, we, we recently had a, a 5.7, was <laughs> yeah. it, in Magna, Utah, which yeah. is kind of like southwest, just barely southwest of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, that one I felt. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> um, I haven't really felt any of these aftershocks everybody's been talking about, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, Anywho. let's... Uh, <laughs> move on to uh, all these Californians that might be listening are like, that's it? 5.7? I <laughs> could sleep through one of those. <laughs> anyway, back to Disneyland. Um, and specifically back to the railroad. Um, there are five engines for the Disneyland Railroad. Four of them are actually named after former presidents of the Santa Fe Railroad because the Disneyland Railroad P-P- was originally Rippy. the... <laughs> Disneyland Santa Fe uh-huh. Railroad. Um, so the original f- uh, four of the five engines are named after former presidents: the E.P. Ripley, the Fred Gurley, um, the something Marsh. I don't remember. We're gonna reference <laughs> to the book. book. To the book. I'm yeah. just. I'm just. E.P. Ripley to me movie. is like. I don't know, that it's just iconic. very iconic to me. In every recording, it's usually the E.P. Yep. Ripley. The E.P. Ripley, <laughs> no. now loading on track number one for a grand circle tour of Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. But Very nice. But uh, um, if you want to hear the full circle tour of this, definitely go to soundsofdisneyland.com. Ooh, yes. yes, yes, yes. They've got today's, I believe as well as past perfect tours. I love it. So go check um, that out. I, I'm actually starting a new job and had to do a driver's safety training, <laughs> and it was like three hours long. Oh, fun. So I went to soundsofdisneyland.com oh, yeah, yeah. and put on some good background music while I was doing <laughs> that. So the um, four named after the presidents of the Santa Fe Railroad were the C.K. Holiday, who was actually the company's founder mm-hmm. uh, for the Santa Fe Railroad, the E.P. Ripley, the Fred Gurley, and the Ernest S. Marsh. Now, the fifth engine was named after a Disney legend oh, yeah. and a fellow railroad enthusiast, a uh, friend of Walt, 
that uh, really helped him get started in railroading, um, and that was Ward Kimball, yeah. one of the nine old men. Yes. So those are the names of the engines. Nice. Um in 1955, guests would actually buy old-fashioned tickets for each leg of the journey. But when ticket booths, ticket books arrived, it was a D-ticket attraction. So, so I want to know if you had to buy a ticket. When it says for each leg, like when you got your ticket for the railroad, did you get one for each leg? Or did you have to buy a ticket for to I go from you Main could, Street to Frontier and then Frontier back to Main Street? I bet you could buy a full trip. Or you could buy one yeah. to Frontierland. Just kind of cool. I think I'm, it would be cool to have that ticket. It would. Be. I want to know if somebody's if got one has of those, that ticket. That would be awesome. That, that's um, crazy. If those were that's going pre, until ticket books came, that's that's a pre while. ticket book. That's yeah, crazy. That would be awesome. That's, that's insane. Almost as good as having an original Disneyland right? ticket. <laughs> um, so. This one I thought was kind of interesting. Let me look real quick and see when this book was published. That would be 2012. So eight years ago. Consider that this book was written eight years ago, and it says that the total miles um, of the trains that have gone around, the number of trips mm-hmm. that have gone around the park, um, was about 10 uh, round-trip voyages <laughs> to the moon. To the moon, ladies and gentlemen. Ten in 2012. <laughs> to the moon and back. So obviously it is now more than ten round oh, trips yeah. to the moon um, if, the, if it was ten in 2012. So, I mean, that was 1955 to 2012. Yeah. It was ten, tri- ten round trips yeah. to, to the moon and back. Which is amazing. That Those trains have gone around <laughs> quite a few times. Oh, yeah. Quite a few times. Um, one that I did not list on here that we should probably mention, you might want to talk about the boxcar oh, yeah. that you may find at the end of one of the trains. Yes. Uh, we didn't put this on here, but they have the Lily Bell, I assume is what you wanted me to talk about. That did you write in that with, with this? Yes, I did. You, me, so, Cooper, right. your wife, Colby, and our parents. Yeah. So back in the day... It wasn't really that long ago. It was. Um, sometimes they would have what's called the lily bell attached to the train. It's the caboose car. I would have, is that what you would call yeah. it? Um, box car was probably the wrong terminology. Car. Yeah. Uh, so the lily bell is very special. It is named after Walt's wife. Um, and... That was an experience. That was really, really cool. Back then, if it was on the railroad, you could request to sit in the lily bell. And if they had room, if they'd they try had and room, accommodate. You could go in. Priority always went to Club 33 members, yep. but if, you, if they had an opening, they'd get you on. Now, you have to get, I believe it's a special tour to ride in the lily bell. Or Club 33. You basically have to pay. Yeah. To do it. Um, Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I have some pictures. Maybe I'll try and find them and share them if I can locate them. But very, very cool experience. It's carpeted. It's furnished. 
I believe Lillian did the decorating inside. Yeah. And I think the carpet was from Walt's original mm-hmm. carpeting in the apartment. Yeah. And it's it's just the fact you can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like makes it even I, that more special. I take special. great pride in the fact that I know that I've been in the Lily yeah. Bell. Now that it's not something anybody can do. Right. And I don't know how much of that was from when it was made. But it's furnished. There's like sitting chairs in there. Yeah. There's lamps. Like it's it's cool. Very cool. Uh, very luxurious. Did you get the same notification I did? Possibly. <laughs> but uh, very luxurious. I mean, for the time of that era that the trains are supposed to be for. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's cool. It's fun. Um, if you ever get the opportunity somehow, whether paying to do it, highly, highly recommend yeah. it. Um, I mean, that's the, probably my best personal experience oh, on the train. For sure. By a long shot. Um, yeah. It, 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 you didn't realize, uh, obviously we realized how special it was. Yeah. Because it's not every day that Lily Bell's on the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not every day you can get in it. But we did, but we didn't know it was going to go away. Um, I feel like it wasn't too long after that 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 change got made, too. So I feel quite fortunate that I was able to be on that. I don't know how much it costs to do the tour. Me either. But depending on the cost, it's pretty pretty cool. I would say if you love Disney history uh, and you can pay for it, do it um or if you have a friend at club 33 try and get uh get in um yeah like this is something like brian said i have to do every time that i'm at the park um it's another attraction that i find very walt disney just like with great moments with mr lincoln um it's just if you're looking for that old disneyland magic the train's gonna fulfill that um and uh what are you doing i'm I'm trying to talk here yeah well i wasn't interrupting (laughs) but uh but to what the grand circle tour is what they call it Uh Um, step into the fascinating world of walt disney's passion for trains and ride in disneyland's parlor car the lily bell price for an adult 85 dollars that's that's not bad. It's not, but I want to know what else is going along with that because I feel like if, I, I don't feel like that's. If you have the eighty-five dollars and you love the Disney history, I would say do it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't take your kids. Don't. It is an all ages tour. I wouldn't pay for my kid to go. I would send the kid off with grandparents or whoever's with yeah. me, and I'd go with just my wife. But that's what they're calling it is the Grand Circle Tour. But right now it's listed as being closed until early 2020. Yeah. Obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, so I would pay for it. I've been in it. I don't know if I would personally pay for it. I feel like if you did that, though, you might get more information about the Lily Bell. We had a good guy in there. We did, but I feel like you'd probably get even more by paying $85 to be able to be in there. Um, 
And I hear those tours are pretty awesome. So. And I hope it's longer than just a circle around the park. I'm sure it is. I'm sure there's more to it somewhere. Yeah. Um, Maybe Walt's apartment. Who knows? But riding it at night, riding it in the day, it's yeah. just always a good treat. Uh, riding that train. The kids love the train. Kids love trains. Um, so if you're looking for something relaxing yeah. that the kids will be into... Obviously, great moments with Mr. Lincoln's not probably the best. You could probably start your day with your kids on the train. And probably. they would be ecstatic for the most part. Yeah. Um, I know my kid loves trains. Loves trains. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Just a really cool attraction. You had mentioned an experience. I was just about to we, mention that We again. all basically got to do uh, that june slash july yes uh while the railroad was under construction to install the very first left-hand turn in uh the disneyland railroad history um all the trains were stopped and they had actually stationed one in at frontierland station and had made it accessible for you to cross the track and um be able to take cool. a closer look at the engine. Um, it was a very, very cool experience. Um, my middle child actually got to sit in the seat that Walt would have sat in when he was making mm-hmm. his rounds on That's the so train. That's freaking cool. Um, I wish that I would have demanded that I get to do it as well. <laughs> um, but I've got pictures of him sitting in that seat on the train. Yeah. So... It, it's really cool. We got to talk to the engineer that they were very nice. He pointed answer out any everything. Questions. Oh yeah, they were. It was such a neat experience being able to have a like up close and personal, basically tour uh-huh. of the engine of the train. Oh yeah, it was really cool. And and my my son was very into trains at that time too, so yeah. it was very fun for him. And being able to go to the other side of the station. And like seeing all that stuff up close that you always just look at from afar um, was pretty cool too. I just, I like seeing stuff I can't see normally or being close to things that I'm not normally close to. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, we we were bummed because the train was going to be closed, but they make it up. They did. They always make it up. They really did. Uh, So... You don't get to ride the train, but... Here's an experience that nobody else is going to be able to have unless we close this again for a long period of time. So, uh, pretty cool experiences. It was very neat. You can get a treat and get on the train, eat your treat, and just enjoy a nice ride through the park. And that refurb of the train track, that whole area back behind um, Hungry Bear Restaurant, totally changed the entire look of the the river oh, yeah. in probably the best way they possibly yeah. could have it looks so good back there now yeah and i With think the we trestle bridge and everything we mentioned it on hidden gems but or maybe we did that before i don't know if we did we do the train before they updated it on hidden gems but probably i know that uh on one part of the track when you're above the river, 
there's like beavers gnawing away at the the post, uh-huh. which is just kind of a cool like small detail. Yeah, but yeah, the animatronics, which and, I feel like is almost a reference to the mind train through nature's wonderland, because yeah. they in that audio that I've listened to, they would mention there's the beavers building yeah. another dam. <laughs> Uh, they do that a lot, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of uh, nods to things. But what else? Oh, and then the the updates to the Grand Canyon and yes, and dinosaur. Uh, Those are diorama. phenomenal. Uh, even before the updates, I love that area. Yeah, I love the music. <laughs> the music's great. Yeah. You hear that every Christmas as well. Then, yeah, and then the dinosaur intense music yeah i just love it just the new backgrounds that they put in there with the lightning flashes and everything (laughs) it's it's incredible i always get a kick out of the um pterodactyl that's like sitting there right in front of the window staring (laughs) at you oh yeah makes me laugh so fun ride i love it i would never not ride it unless of course it was closed but uh yeah, if you guys have had had any experiences, or if you know something about the railroad or great moments with Mr. Lincoln that you want to let us know about, do give us a yep. call. Share them. We want to hear from you. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all we got for you. Yep. Unless you have a little more to add. I would like to add one thing. Yeah. It's not related to what we've been talking about, but add it. With the CDC recommendation for face masks, mm-hmm. um, wearing them in public Ooh, around, yeah. I, um, I would like that. to throw another shout out to, to our friends over at All Enchanting Ears. Mm-hmm. They have started making face masks. They're not filtering no. face masks. They're not the N95 or um, any kind of mask like that it's not medical grade but it is what the cdc is actually recommending if you're not going mandating but recommending everybody yeah, wear. if you're going to the store yeah. and you want to just add a layer of protection yep. it's what they're I'm recommending in the service industry even with this new job that i'm taking starting well when you're <laughs> listening tomorrow um i'm out side and in in and around people's homes all day mm-hmm. so i'm actually wearing one while i'm out at work but they are now doing disney related yes. um face masks and they just reached out to me on monday night that they have haunted mansion i immediately placed my order uh for one of place those mine. so um go check out their etsy shop um all enchanting ears uh, go check out their face masks. Their face masks. They are um, varying in price by size, mm-hmm. um, so I can't really tell you for sure what it'll be. Um, I know the one that I got is a large and is eleven dollars plus shipping and handling. Nice. Um, so very reasonable in my opinion for mm-hmm. a, a nice homemade mask like that especially one that you can kind of show your disney side right since we need to find ways to do that right now so more than ever go visit all enchanting ears yeah and they on that note they did send me they let me know about the haunted mansion stuff because i love haunted mansion uh they've got two patterns for haunted mansion and i don't know which one i want it was a tough Um, call but i went with the wallpaper so they've got the wallpaper. Um, the other one is, I believe, 
And if it's not, it looks just like Shag style. It does. Um, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion scenes, I think is what they call it. It's, I really like it. Kind of want both. I almost ordered both. I'll have to make that decision. But then uh, they let me know that if any of you are dog lovers. Oh, yes. Send they do have too. a really cool it, it is really Disney neat. dog print. It's got possibly all the big Disney dogs. Uh, Doug's on there. The dog from Mulan's on there. I don't know what the name of the dog Not is. Me either. Um, you got Lady. The Dalmatians. Bolt is on there. Nice. Even the dog from that Pixar short. Um eats everything oh what was that feast feast yes that's a good one i love that show uh, pluto lots lots of dogs so if you're a dog that's lover awesome really cool they pattern. did send that to me but i didn't take too close of a look at it i am a dog lover um i would love to get a dog but yep. i'm renting right now and my landlord won't allow it Boo. Yeah, pretty much all right so Lucy's yeah. ready to move so she can get a dog <laughs> All kids want is a dog. Pretty much. Usually. All right. So uh, go check them out on Chanting Ears on Etsy. Um, Follow them on Instagram. Uh, But that is it for today. So thank you guys so much for sticking with us. This is almost an hour and a half long episode. Oh, did we go that long? (laughs) So uh, thanks for taking the time out. Some of you might have some extra time, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your attitude. Depending on your outlook. Um, but, uh, hopefully you're using that time to listen to our show and enjoying the magic while the magic is closed. Um, if you like the episode again, please share it with people that might also enjoy it. Um, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So go check us out there. Give us a follow, a like, or whatever you can do. And then, uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe and possibly leave us a review on the following platforms. That would be SoundCloud. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm throwing <laughs> myself off here. I got to do it in order. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. Awesome. And then we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for the theme song. Thank you very much, Bryce. He does music under the name of Delta Theory, so go check him out. He's on most music streaming platforms and uh, that's it thank you guys so much for joining us this week please join us every week every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street bye bye goodbye goodbye